Good evening, good evening. Welcome to another episode of Let's Sit and Chat. My name is DJ Soup the Americano. And this is Antoinette. And let's begin. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start off. It is the month of February. It is, but we know we're starting off with a positive note. We are. and um, Oh, okay, okay. Oh, all right, right. I see, I see what you did there. Yes. Okay, yeah. So we're going to start with a positive note, and this is Black History Month. Now, um, I just want to say before we start, Black History Month is not going to be just this month only. It will be an everyday thing. Mm-hmm. I know in this country we just celebrated. It, it's, it's ironic. It's the shortest month we got where it should be every day. So we will be celebrating Black History Month every single day for the rest of our life, regardless if it's just for this month. All right? So um, we're going to start off on a positive note. And what positive thing we're going to be doing uh, for this whole month is giving you guys black national heroes. Um, not the ones we know, like Dr. King and Malcolm X and but Harry shout Tumman, out to them, though. But shout out to them. You know, those are the pioneers. Those are the front runners. Those are some real black superheroes, you know, for um, for everything, pretty much. Um, so today, our first person that we're going to honor is Langston Hughes. And let me give you a little bio on him. Langston Hughes... Full name, James Mercer Langston Hughes. Hughes. Born February 1st. Actually, it was just his birthday. Oh, shoot. February 1st, 1902. <laughs> Holy smoke. Wow. Joplin, Missouri. Never been. But I love Missouri, by the way. Um, died May 22nd, 1967 in New York. I didn't know that. Wow. Mm. American writer who was an important figure in the Harlem Renaissance, which is a big deal. The Harlem Renaissance was big for African-Americans. And one day we will do a podcast uh, episode on that because that was huge. A lot of black businesses, a lot of black clubs. It was booming mm-hmm. town. It was actually going to... That was like another black Wall Street. Yeah. But, um, of course, things changed and then the, the um, drugs and stuff kind of wiped that all out. But we'll, get, we'll, do, we'll talk an episode about that. But anyway... Um, important figure with the Harlem Renaissance and made African-American experience the subject of his writing, which ranged from poetry and plays and novels and newspapers and columns, newspaper columns. Um, I want to give a poem that he wrote, wrote. It's called Dreams, and I hope you guys will be inspired by it. So it's called Dreams by Langston Hughes, and here we go. Hold fast to dreams, for if dreams die, life is, is a broken wing bird that cannot fly. Hold fast to dreams, for when dreams go, life is a barren field, frozen with snow. Langston Hughes. Thank you for that. So, like he said, hold fast to your dreams. Don't let them go. Don't let them fly. Don't let them get frozen in the snow. We want to keep those dreams alive, and we want to keep moving. Whatever you do believe in, make it come to pass in your reality. Once again, that's Langston Hughes. I'm glad you guys, if you can, look up some things about him. He has some beautiful poems. He has another one called Mother to Son. Very good one, too. I love that one as well. So when you get a chance, look it up. All right. Um, so my, um, I wasn't prepared. Okay, well, whatever you... You know, because I know it was you're supposed to prepare, and I wasn't prepared. But I actually was uh, looking into some things, and I, something that I didn't know, I, I can admit, that um, I found out the person who started Black History Month. Okay, right? good. So, um, the person who started Black History Month was um, historian Carter G. Woodson, Woodson. Which originally it was Black History Week or what they call it Negro History Week. Okay. So I think it's Negro History Week, and then you know I guess eventually it was the whole month. So I, just a, a small uh, little. I didn't really get into too much about him because, like I said, I was not fully prepared mm-hmm. because I was preparing for our main uh, topic mm-hmm. of this episode. Mm-hmm. But that's his name is uh, Carter G. Woodson. Go research him yourself. He originally started Negro History Week. He was a historian. And, you know, so shout out to him. Mm-hmm. If you don't know, I'm going to do some more research about him. 
And I hope you guys do some more research about him because he's the reason why we have this month. Although, yes, we would like to celebrate Black History every day. Well, we will. We will be. We will. We will be. Yes. But he's the reason why, you know, Black History is being celebrated at all. So let's just shout out to him. Again, his name is Carter G. Woodson. And I think originally Negro History Week started in 1926. Okay. Um, And, yeah, so that's my brief. Very brief. I'm sorry I wasn't prepared this week. That's my positive uh, for today. Yes. And, yeah, we're going to. So look forward to uh, till the end of the month. We will be given a lot of black national heroes. Yes. Lots. And he was the man. He's the one who started the, you know, Black History Week. All right. So we're moving on now to our first trending topic. No. Why? What, 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 what's happening now? Our main topic is. Wait, okay, I'm lost. What's yeah, that? I see. Okay, sorry. Our main topic. Our main topic today is mental health. We sorry. were focused on mental sorry. health. Oh, right. Okay, sorry. I, I, I'm ready to Whoa, get... Whoa, I, 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 I thought I wasn't on... I thought I wasn't on... We were on the no, same page. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, ready, I'm, ready, I'm ready to get on this topic about whoopee go over pressure. You're right. Um, Jeez. <laughs> we get to that. Because we have to... Yeah, it's about to be whoopee or right. It'll fit here. But this anyway, episode is focusing on mental health. Mental health, yes. So, um, first, let's have a little... Um, chat about mental health for just a few minutes. Um, New York City, to me, actually a lot of, I don't want to call them democratic cities because it's not about if it's a democratic. It's a lot of cities, um, big, small, um, and yes, you some will say it's run by the Democrats, but New York, Chicago, LA, um, Detroit, uh, there's a lot of cities out there that are dealing, they have high crimes, and you got to ask yourself, what is the cause of these crimes? And it all begins, this is where, especially here in New York, I would like to get a, maybe I should pull the, the stats on this, but there is a big outcry on mental mental health. A lot of people are doing a lot of crazy things because they, they, they don't, their mind is gone. If you lose your mind, you have nothing, pretty much. You can have a great heart. You can have the best running legs. You can have the best eyesight. You can have the best hearing. You can have the best uh, of touch, and you can the, the taste buds can be awesome. But without your mind, you are useless. Um, there's a saying. Um, uh, I'm trying to remember the saying they say about your mind that um, mind is uh, the the mind is a, a bad thing to waste. Never, yeah. So. Mental health is hitting levels that we've never, ever seen before. I think in my life, I've never seen it to this level. Um, but we, the high crime is the cause of it. Uh, we have the pandemic, which is also given edge because people have never been put in this position before. And sometimes we need to have a mental health check from a doctor, from a friend, from uh, a close associate or even from someone who is in that field to make sure your mental health is stable. Mm-hmm. It's it's grounded. Because if you're off, if you have suicidal thoughts, if you have uh, thoughts of, of doing bad for hurtful things to yourself or other people, there is a problem. Mm-hmm. If you hate yourself, that's a problem. That is a mental health problem. Um... Like I said, this city is on an alarming rate. And other cities, like I said, I mentioned them on this, this episode of um, Let's Sip and Chat. We have to make, check ourselves. Uh, sometimes I'll talk to Antoinette about things that's going on in my personal life. And sometimes it does help. Mm. Um, I just know if you out there, if you are a listener... If you're going through something, feel free to hit us up. Feel free. You know, it, it might be something deep. It might be something real personal. Um, I'm not one to put out people's business, and I won't do that. But feel free to talk to us because it's it's a real disease. And the only cure, to my understanding, is to talk. It's to talk. Mm. And to finding out what can we do to get things right 
in your mind. And sometimes it's church. Sometimes it's see, seeking a psychiatrist. Sometimes it's doing little things that get you, get you back to your normal. Sometimes it's medication. You think so? Medi- I, I'm not. And, a, I, and I, I'm not. I, I, I'm a far. I, I'm far, far. Like I feel like that should be the last thing. But sometimes people be so far off that sometimes. I'm not a big fan of me of, neither. Not nowhere of, near. Of, of, medication and if you are on the pills i mean i hear some people they smoke weed for their mental health uh do mellow you out it does mellow you out does do things that maybe i may not understand Mm -hmm. but um as long as you're not abusing it yeah that's the thing for me as long as you're not abusing it then fine so be it because um you know it's your only way of getting yourself back um, let me give you some main groups of mental mental disorders uh, or mental you know mental disorders: uh, depression, bipolar disorder, anxiety diso- disorder, personality disorder, psychotic disorder, eating disorder. So even mental health can jack up your eating. Your eating could be all jacked up. You eating all these burgers all the time. There's there's a problem. Or not eating. Yeah. Um, trauma relating to disorders. Trauma stress disorder. A lot of us are stressed out. This is, let me tell you something, stress is real. And stress kills. Okay, I'm going to say that again. Stress kills. We need to de-stress or digress. That's a word I learned from in a church. You need to digress. When you get to that top, it's just like when you get on a roller coaster. You go to the top, you got to come down. And you need to find a place, like I was telling you, I play. I was playing Moonlight. Mm-hmm. It brings a calmness, you know, when you listen to certain uh, sympathy, sympathy, sympathies, it brings a calmness to um, the atmosphere that you're in. And um, music is a good way of, hel- of helping mental health. There's a lot of things you can do that can help you with your mental health. But um, this podcast, this episode is focused on mental health and we have some people that they they end up taking their lives because they were so stressed out they were so depressed well they we were, don't they, we they, don't you know we don't want to speculate they, but, but, why, well, why they took their lives mm-hmm. um but the main reason for this episode is is to talk about yes about mental health and different crazy different things that um happens of course with the mind but then also suicide, like, you know, we were hearing it so much more. I mean, it's people do commit suicide. I don't want to make it seem like because you hear with celebrities that now it's um, a thing, because it is always a thing. Mm-hmm. People quit, commit suicide all the time. All the time. All types of ages. It does not, it don't matter, you know, all types of ages do, does it. But it's one of the goals when you hear celebrities like, we were talking about Regina Davis, uh, yes. Ian. Yes. Um, Ian, I hope I'm saying his name right. right. Um, he committed suicide. Ian Alexander. Right. He was Junior. only 26. Yes. Um, and then there was another young lady. Um, I hope I'm saying her name right too. Uh, Chelsea or Chesley, she committed suicide. She was only 30. And then allegedly it was another actor from The Walking Dead who committed suicide. But that's still up in the air because they're trying to figure out if it was suicide or was homicide. But nonetheless, like, you, it just goes to show it doesn't matter the money, it doesn't matter the fame, it does not matter. Like, people go through shit like everyday people. And, you know, unfortunately, we don't know what, why they decided, why they felt like nothing else, like, to end it would be the way to do it. Right. It's very sad. Even comedians. I'm going to give you one right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm still... To this day, I'm still shocked that he killed himself. Robin Williams. Yes. I'm still... Wasn't we... T- and also, I'm, I'm sorry I'm going to cut you mm-hmm. off. Weren't we talking about... Um, what was the guy that you said... Uh, what was his name? That you said you followed, you admired him. Oh, um... um oh, uh, um... Uh, he killed himself. Yes. In his hotel. Yes, yes. And, it go- and he was super famous, like... Anthony Bourdain. Yes. There you go. That... I, I you know, loved, I loved and it, him. And it oh. really goes to show you, like, some people feel like, oh, you know, it maybe it's depressing. Oh, because you don't have this. Or, oh, because you don't have that. But you can have everything in the world. You can have everything. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes it's, people feel like it's not enough. Or maybe it's too much pressure. Like, I, much. Maybe, I maybe I have to uphold this certain standard. And when I don't do it, 
you know, people go into depression. Depression is real. It's real. Stress is real. Mm -hmm. You find yourself doing things, overdoing things, or sleeping for hours, hours. Like, people sleep for days. But but you you know with Robin with, I don't know I, it's just he's a comedian yeah like like this guy made the world laugh yes you know well, I think I seen a little documentary on it on him when I was watching it about his life and his death and they said up in a couple of days that he was it was a little weird like he was acting a little weird like his mental health you can tell decline was like, decline, decline. Mm-hmm. and you know unfortunately you know he. Ultimately, he killed yourself. That surprised me. Yeah, it surprised me. It surprised me. But you, if you see all these celebrities that you're seeing, you wouldn't think that they did. And they, you're like, why? You know, you were doing great. You had this fan. But mm-hmm. sometimes you just don't know. You don't know. You know, social media can be a very, social media can be a cruel world. Yes. Okay? It can be cruel. It can be, and Sometimes it's overwhelming. And people feel like when you're in the spotlight, it's hard to get out that spotlight. Mm. Everybody's judging you. No matter if you want them to or not, everybody's going to judge you. And for some people, it's too much. Not saying that these situations is what happened. We don't know why they decided to take their own life. But it just goes to show you money or not, celebrity or not, like when depression hit or whatever it is, mental thing that you had going on hit, ain't no stopping it. There's no stopping it, yeah. I want to give a quick, quick little story. Um... I'm sure a lot of us, um, or you've had, uh, either came into your mind or you thought about it. So I'm going to talk about suicide for one second. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget this. Um, I remember one time I was walking on a train, walking by the train. And um, I think, I, I don't know if I broke up with my ex or whatever, but I was just out of it. Okay, so I was on a mental decline. Happy, smiling I am, my mental decline moment. And I remember hearing out loud, it's not that I'm crazy, I just heard this voice, and I'm sure a lot of us can account if you do have this feeling or whatever. All I heard is just jump on the tracks. That's it. The train was coming, just jump, just jump. That's all I heard. Wow. And um, I want to shout out um, a good friend of mine from California, uh, Cindy, she, um, this is my first time meeting her. So she was on the, on the wall and she was watching me. And as I'm walking, or I, I, like I said, I heard this voice out loud, jump in the tracks. That's it. Just, you know, and I'm like, what the hell? This is not me, but where is this coming from? Things are spiritual. So I believe in that and we'll have a, a topic on spirituality. Um, Cindy said to me while I was like by the the yellow line and, and just staring there in a daze, excuse me, excuse me, um, you know Jesus love you? Just like that. And when she said that, I was like, yes, I do know. And I kind of backed away. And the train just came. And um, I will never forget how I felt because she got me out of this trance. It was like, it was, I was in a trance mm. and it, I snapped out of it. And, um, I was telling her what was going on and she really, really, and I'm thankful for her. That's how we actually met. I'm very thankful for her because she really put me back on track on what I need to be focusing on right. versus what I was thinking about and what was haunting me to do something bad to myself. Right. What I like to say was it was coming from the devil because I do believe that. Like I said, I'm spiritual. I think sometimes the devil can play with your mind. And like I said, the mind is a dangerous thing to waste. So I feel our mind can play tricks. And this is one moment I had where I'll never forget it, but I'm very thankful for Cindy. So, Cindy, if you listen to this episode, thank you. Shout you out. I mean, I'm going to send her, <laughs> I'm going to paste copy this one for her so she knows that we spoke about her. <laughs> that's, that's a story you never told me. I no. never told you that? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. That, we all, I'm sure everyone had at least one, I, I can't, one something I, where you was down and you felt. I was, I have, you, I had my time, yeah. right? And I did, I can't sit here and say that I've ever thought about, um, Committing suicide, it mm-hmm. was, of course you think like, you know, but no, 
I don't think I did. I think mm. more so like I wanted to run away. Like ah. I wanted to kind of, and now I'm a kid. Like I'm full. I was full grown adult, and I was just, just fed up. And I was like, I just want to disappear. Like I just want to run. I just want to go and just leave a note telling my family I love them, but I just need space and just go mm-hmm. and leave for as long as I wanted to leave. And just kind of just run away from my problems instead of trying to face them. Face them. Right. Right. Um, but I don't think I had a moment, you know, think, you know, never say never, but where it was, I was trying to, I was debating whether or not I wanted to take my life. Mm. That was, uh, I can say, and not many people can say that. Some people have reached that low and it's very unfortunate, but I've reached a lot. I have, Mm -hmm. but, um, that's that's crazy. Mm. I've never. I would no, never. Oh, I thought. You, oh, wow. Well, I'm not crazy I'm, in the sense, oh, but I'm just saying, like, I'm not the af- story. I'm not afraid to tell this story because, like I said, I think everyone has their story, mm-hmm. and that's one of the things you have to do: be able to share your experience. Mm-hmm. Because someone might be going the same, uh, the same thing like me, and so I'm gonna let that person know right now. No, don't jump. No, don't listen to that other voice. Right. Wherever it, where it's from the devil or whoever, don't listen to that voice. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of life to live, and that's it. Not saying I want to do that, no, but luckily and thankfully, Cindy was there, and she also caught on. And, mm-hmm. She and, sensed that spiritually. Yes, she's, right. She, she, she's meant to be there. Right, meant to be there. Now, also, like, I'm also say talk. Talk. If you're going through something, talk. I talk to Annette a lot of times. She can tell you. So if I'm going through something, talk. Do not let anything build inside. You know what's a little unfortunate too, though, because some people don't have. See how you have a good support system. You have Cindy. You have me. You have a whole bunch of other Uh friends and Uh and family, Uh I want to say, um, that you can talk to. Uh But some people don't have. For the people who don't have that support system, um, you also have churches. You know, sometimes talking to a stranger is a good thing. It's a good thing. Yes. You know, sometimes it's best. Sometimes I feel like if I'm feeling some type of way, maybe the best thing, and I've been, where I feel like maybe the best thing for me to do is not go to somebody who already know me. Right. And I'll, I'll go. I'll, right. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go. I did counseling for a little while, therapy, for a little while because I felt at that moment the best thing for me to do was, and I was going through, and I don't even say midlife crisis because I'm only 36, <laughs> but I was going through one of those things, crisis in life where like, even though things were going pretty good, I had just got permanent at work and I was, I graduated with my bachelor's. I was so, I don't know why I was so depressed. I was just mm. sad. I found myself like just randomly crying mm. or sometimes I, I found myself drinking way too much. Wow. Like it was just, um, it was too much. It was a lot going on. And I'm like, I'm like, for me, it's like, I can't, I don't want to say this. I want to, I want somebody, I want an outside opinion. I need somebody else. And then I did, I took a couple of therapy sessions and, um, spoke, um, from the, the place I was working. They had, they offered free therapy and I took it and I felt better. Mm. I did. I felt much, much better because sometimes Speaking to a stranger is better than speaking to people who already know you. Mm-hmm. I can call my best friend. I could call you. I can call my my sisters, whatever, or my mother, or, you know, anybody mm-hmm. in my family mm-hmm. and say, look, I'm going through this. But sometimes it's like, I, you know, I, I want somebody else to hear me. Because yeah. sometimes, you know, whatever they say, you know, you ever take opinion from, from family or friends, and you be like, oh, right, right, right. But then you hear from somebody else, and you be like, you know what? That mm-hmm. makes sense. That makes sense. Although they already pick, people already said this to you. Like I told you the same thing. Right. But you had to hear it from somebody right. else, and maybe right. that's what it got through. And that's, right. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much. I've been to that point where, um, I didn't have. Uh, not that I didn't have anybody, but I wanted to talk to somebody outside. But like I go back to people who don't have a support system, who feel even even though. A lot of people do have it, but they still feel alone. And mm-hmm. it's just an unfortunate mm-hmm. thing. It's yeah. It's like, yeah, you know, I have a lot of people I can talk to, but I still feel alone. Mm. But um, there's so many things, so many programs out there. It, walk into a church, you know, especially, I mean, if you're, you know, spiritual, if you're insulin or religious, like, it's probably a good thing. Just, you know, most churches won't turn you away. No. At all. Because it's a battle. It's a spiritual battle. Right. I, I, I tend to know the, the spiritual things in, about this. It's a, a 
dark and light battle. Mm-hmm. And um, your brain can become darkened. Yes. And that's it. <laughs> you know, you can't, you're, you're lost. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely lost. Mm-hmm. And you might, you will need God to bring you back through mm-hmm. people. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, it's, it's a lot. So, we, it can get very, you can put you in a dark place. It can put you in one of those things where, you know, but some people, it gets really, really bad. Mm-hmm. So, where there's no training. So, they feel like their only outlet is just to leave this world. Like, right. I don't, I don't want to be here. Right. Anymore. Yeah. And, you know, I'm hoping and I pray for anybody anybody any race any anything any age that that battles this demon mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. trying to decide on whether they should live with us or die um because they feel like they're not worthy or they it's it's very sad i i can't imagine feeling that way but right. you never know I, you know i can't say that something like this i may not go to something so tragic that trauma I think you mentioned it earlier. Trauma can be a trigger. Oh yeah, it can be a trigger. Something happened, and you just you things can be great, and you be like, mm-hmm. I don't know how I'm gonna deal with this situation. Um, Self care now, you know for you know, and that's just more of a more. Um, we're gonna give a. They do have suicide hotline prevention. Um, we're gonna give it towards the end of this, and then we'll give it again towards the end of the show. But um, also, you know, I'm a firm believer in self care, taking care of yourself. Yes. Taking care of yourself. Like, putting, you know, and I, I, and I know people may feel some type of way, but I'm like, even if you got kids, you got family, you got husband, sometimes you need to take care of yourself. Because you, I always tell people, you can't take care of yourself. If you don't take care of yourself, how are you going to take care of other people? That's right. I get that, you, that you, you're that this, um, especially, you know, it's the stigma of being, especially, and I just have to say this, because I'm talking, yes, I'm talking to every race. But I know also for in the um, African American culture that um, mental health was kind of uh, what is the word I'm looking for? I want to say it's a stigma because we didn't grow up like mm-hmm. you know talking to our, saying to our parents, "Oh, I'm depressed," and mm-hmm. none of this is you know just right. that if I was feeling this way, I was just I didn't know what was we didn't know what was going on, so it was one of those things where we didn't. And so now I'm glad that we're in this era where we can talk about mental health. And we can talk about almost, you know, in the sense of you almost jumping into the track or me wanting to run away from life Mm -hmm. or me trying to use uh, use, uh, drinking as a niche or crying myself to sleep and not knowing what the hell is going on. Right. Because I I think I remember telling her, I'm like, I don't don't understand what's going on. I'm like, things are going good. Like, I have a job. I just came permanent at work. I just graduated with my degree. Like, life is pretty decent for me. Right, right. I had just moved into my own place, but I did not know why I was just in this, this funk. I was in this funk, and I couldn't get out of it. Mm. Um, and, again, it happens to a lot of people. And then eventually I did get out of it, and I, I realized what it was. And maybe it was situations that I wasn't, maybe I didn't deal with. Mm-hmm that maybe was still haunting me in the back of my mind and then maybe that's what I needed to face in order for me to move on right. to the next chapter. Right, right. But um, just, I say all I have to say, like, you know, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. You need to check out, and I don't mean check out, check out, but I mean if you need to just kind of like take some time to yourself, if you need to go take that, uh, you know, go Get a be alone, read a book, mm-hmm. isolate yourself, take some time off of social media. It's so many things because that can really wreck your brain. Right. I remember telling you real quick before we uh, move on. I remember telling you that between the pandemic and then when the whole George Floyd thing happened, and then of course I know police brutality was happening for a year, right? right? But I think the, the with the pandemic and seeing that George Floyd video and then. Every it was like every day, yes. And, and every Aubrey, day, uh, yeah. I was here. We was hearing this story, and mm-hmm. then that story, and then this story, and I was. It was mentally. When I tell you, it was mentally. It was just disturbing me too much. I found myself like I. I literally had to come over social media for like almost two weeks mm-hmm. because I couldn't. I couldn't take it. I'm like my. I was just angry. I, I found myself. I don't think. I don't want to say in a sense of depression, but. I found myself in this dark place, mm. and I was just angry. I was angry at the world. I was angry at everything, and I'm like, I need to, and then sad because I'm like, I, I kept thinking like, 
you know, these people or their family or their kids, you know, if for who have, is gonna forever be able to Google their name and then the video will pop up for the rest of their life. It's it was just a sad thing, and I I needed to check out. I need a social media check check out, and I, that's what I did. Mm-hmm. I needed to check out a social media because it can it can it be destroy you. A, it can be a bitch, yeah. okay? And um, yeah, so yeah, I'm running my mouth too much, but I say what no, I have to no. say. Take care of yourself, right? Please take care of yourself. You know, if you're one of those people that take care of other people, whether it's in your profession. Or in your personal life, constantly, you need to, sometimes you need to check out. Sometimes you don't answer that phone if you don't want to answer it, okay? You know that somebody's probably calling you because they want to vent to you and you just don't have that energy today. Your spirit ain't sitting right. Call them back tomorrow. It's okay. It is, well then, I can't even say that because you don't want to miss a phone call that you regret, right? Mm. But I'm just saying that please take care of yourself, um... Please talk to people, even if it's a stranger. Go walk into a hospital, you know, see if you can find, you know, counseling, something. It's so many uh, things out there that can help you um, before you get to that step where you want to just take your life. Remember what I said about Langston Hughes and his uh, poem, Hold Fast to Dreams. So this is the reason why before you get, you got to hold fast to your dreams. And if you heard our uh, last episode on, uh, I mean, two weeks ago on purpose, we all have a purpose in this life. So hold fast to your dreams and you have a purpose. Keep moving and that's it. These are the keys. So These do you want to give keys. this um, number for suicide? Yes, prevention? the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. 1-800-273-8255. That's one 800 Two seven three, eight two fifty five. That's available in all. Well, the languages I got English and Spanish, and it's available twenty four hours. And if you like to hit us up on a, on this podcast, mm-hmm. I'm more than welcome to talk to you about anything, mm. anything, anything, anything. And Annette's here too. Yes, reach so out. Reach you out to us. We're gonna give alone. this number again to. <laughs> okay, I'm Michael here with you. <laughs> uh, we we'll give uh, um. We are going to give out this number again at the end of the show. But just please, please, please take care of yourself. And please know that you're enough and you're worthy. And I'm sure it's going to be it's plenty, 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 plenty of people on this earth that will miss you if you're no longer here. Right. But we are going to move on to our trending topics. Oh, yes. Let's start with Miss Whoopi. Goldberg. Was, he couldn't wait for this. You see, he was trying to start off with trending topics. I'm like, I'm wait. Duh, our episode was meant to help. Because because this this topic, well, um, first of all, we're going to just bring up what she said. For those of you who don't know who Whoopi Goldberg is, American actor who starred in, um, oh my God, what's the name of the movie? Um... Oh my Color God. purple. Color purple. So many. What you no, mean? No, 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 no. This was one. Was she? No, was she? No, she wasn't. Sister Act. There you go. Oh, okay. Sister Act was so good. Love her in that. <laughs> Love her. Oh, she also was in Star Trek. That was she good was. too. She yes. was. In that. She yes. Was, she yeah. was in a lot of movies. Yes, she was. So she was. She was very outspoken. Mm-hmm. If you watch the View, she's in. The, she's on the far left. <laughs> And yeah, she she can get on you. She can whip you. Is there <laughs> you only say, black one on the show? Um, I think what's her name is partially. I can't anyway, she's name. the only yeah, she's the only main black one on the show. Yeah. You can't miss her. Okay. Yeah. She's very loud, not and not in a bad way, but she going she she gonna say what she said. She said what she said. She gonna say it. But um, we're gonna let's. Uh, can you repeat what she said? So, this is what she said. Uh, you got to get closer to the mic because they're not going to be able to hear I know. I'm it. sorry, you guys. We'll be going progress. Bring, bring your thing over so you can be able to read it. Okay, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I know. Um, so, this was on The View. Uh, this is what happened. So, The View moderator, Whoopi Goldberg, has apologized for, after provoking an outrage. Repeat, repeatedly... Um, uh, you don't have to read the whole thing. Just read the quote that she said. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just looking for it. Oh. If you're going to do it, um, okay, so <laughs> no, no, because it, it has been written. So, 
if you're going to do this, then let's be truthful about it because the Holocaust isn't about race. This is what she said, and I quote, if you're going to do this, then let's be truthful about it because the Holocaust isn't about race. She added that the Holocaust, which saw an estimated 6 million and 5 other, 5 million other, million others killed as a result of the Nazis' racist ideology and out of Hitler, was about a man's inhumanity to man and said it involved two white group two white groups of people all right and let's let's talk about this do you believe that jewish people is white yes yes okay thank you jewish people are white um maybe a different set within the white group mm-hmm. however they are white now um i do condemn condemn all acts of racism mm-hmm. um what Hitler did, and we spoke about... It's funny, Hitler keeps coming up. I don't know why. For some reason, we keep giving Hitler. I don't know what's going on here, but I okay, did... You're getting way too much energy on the show. No, no, no. But um, it's important because this is a this was a brutal time in the 30s and the 20s and right, stuff like that. And this was against towards the Jewish race. But real quick, I'm going to cut you off for a second. You ever read Diary of Anne Frank? No. I think... Was this during the time of... I think this was the time mm-hmm. of it was World a really II? good book. World War Two? No, it oh. was during the when they were like the. We just talking about Jesus Christ. The Holocaust. Yes. Okay. During that time when they were hiding. Okay. It's a uh, Google the book. It's a. They never made us read it in school. It was a really really good book about how they some of her her, her family survived the. But anyway, I'm sorry. I, I got off topic. Sorry. Now, um, what Whoopi Goldberg said, she did say it out of context. I think she misspoke. I think also as well, um, because if you guys haven't learned, she's been suspended two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's time for her to reflect. I don't think she should. She did apologize. She did apologize. And she did kind of answer on what she really meant to say. But at the same time, let me just say this. And I, I want to just uh, give our little mission briefing statement that, you know, we here on in Let's Sip and Chat, we're not trying to offend anyone. So this podcast is about two individuals and even our guests who are speaking their opinions towards all subjects matters, both domestic and international. Our goal is to have a better understanding on topics by discussing matters and offering solutions and exchange, exchanging our voices on how we feel about a subject. Our attentions is not disrespect or offend anyone or anything while discussing matters. And I just wanted to point that out because if you do get that from us, we will be the first to apologize. And guess what? I, Internet, will definitely look into that matter and will definitely make probably that episode because remember, we don't know it all. Mm-hmm. And like our mission statement said, we are learning as we're going. Mm-hmm. So for with uh for I about to say Whitney for Whoopi, um, I think she misspoke. I think she was trying to use uh what because she's black. What blacks went through, we mm-hmm. went through something. Uh, Jewish, you guys went through you went through your Holocaust. About six million of y'all was exterminated, and and because of Hitler, he wanted to get rid of y'all. He wanted to come. He wanted to clear the race. But let me also say this. He didn't want to clear just y'all. He wanted to clear the blacks. He wanted to clear a lot of people. Actually, he was trying to take over the whole world. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because uh, uh, only Germans were the superior race. That's it. Everyone else, he looked beneath on. Jesse Owens, when he was at the uh, Olympics, he didn't even look at him. He did not look at Jesse Owens at one time. And Jesse Owens extended his hand. He still didn't shook his hand. No, mm-hmm. and he and I'm glad. And when he won, when Jesse Owens won that um, um, meter race, it was so the sh- Hitler was so pissed that he walked away from the time they was giving him the gold medal. He wasn't even there for that. That's how bad this was. So yes, it was against the Jews because, of course, if you read Man Comp, you can understand why his madness was. I'm not. Drink- I'm not reading that man's the, madness. Yeah, I know. You can under- try to try to understand, but like I said, don't get too deep into it because. So you the, could lose your mind. Right, so kind of deterrent from Hitler's Hitler's crazy thing, right? Mm-hmm. His madness. Do you believe that they were justified in 
suspending her. No. Now remember we no. when me and you talked about it uh, previously, I said that they I feel like they did that to kind of show face, right? Because they feel like if the situation was vice versa and she was white and she was speaking about slavery, that it would have been an uproar. It been, you know? And we would have been like, cancel her. Uh, she gotta go. She shouldn't be on the show. Fire her. You know? So I think that, in a sense, yes, but I think they just did it to show face. Because people will say, oh, well, you know, when we... Maybe the way she said it was very insensitive, and that's what I, that's what I believe. But I don't think, I don't think, I can't say whether or not she meant harm, but people, a lot of, I see a lot of people saying though, but she's not wrong. Like, it wasn't about race because they both were white. Yeah. It's just that one was more superior, thought they were more superior, superior than the other. Which is something they used to do back in the ancient times. It was, I think it was more about money and power than it was about race. Mm-hmm. Back in, you know, time where it was more about, because you had black kings and queens, mm-hmm. right? So before it was really just about how much money you had. Right. If you were poor, they didn't care about you. Right. But if you were rich, you came from a royal family, that's when you got you got that recognition. I think just later on it just became one of those things where it was race. Mm-hmm. Like, oh well no, you dark so you're not superior. Right. Type of thing. Right. So, um I, yeah, her suspension her suspen- I, I look I'm for two weeks. I I'm I'm going for what be on this, but at the same time it's so funny and I told you this in that uh, the view, the view, uh, they're for this cancel, uh, cancel culture. culture, and it's unfortunately now it's come back to back. It's, it's bitten one of their own, right? And um, it's funny. It's like I said something. Yeah, yeah, we did. We have an episode on cancel culture. You guys should uh, definitely listen to that when you get a chance. I'm not for this cancel culture. I hate it. I feel like people I, sometimes overdo it. We like, overdo it. America, we're too sensitive. I've said this last year, and I'll say it this year. Mm-hmm. We're still sensitive. Mm-hmm. We need to get rid of that. Oh, my God. How could she say that? Stop. Stop. There's a big red light. There's a big stop sign. Mm-hmm. Please, let's take stuff. Let's have some balls. <laughs> Please, I'm. I'm just. We no, all don't have balls. Answer. Okay, well, you know what I mean when I say that. It's just. It's just. I do feel but like. But you know what it is. Some is of that us, we've been, in certain situations, in certain topics, people have been so beat down. Beat down. And I okay. And so I, it's like we tired of you know. There's things that's just been happening. Like actually, before I before I wanted to talk about mental health, I was going to talk about rape culture, mm. and I was talking was going to talk about rape culture because you see now that a lot of these celebrities. Um, or it's been for years. Like, mm-hmm. these stuff, this thing's been happening for years. Mm-hmm. And not even just celebrities. Your everyday thing. Mm-hmm. Okay? Being a female, it's hard. Okay? It's very hard. Um, you know, I watch a lot of crime shows, right? And you see a lot of situations where, you know, it's just like, I, I, I was watching, I was watching, I was listening, actually, real thing, to our last podcast, Right? And I remember you said the story about how you can't remember where you said you were going or coming from, and somebody offered you a ride. Oh yes, yes, absolutely. And I was like, oh, so you just take a ride for strangers, right? Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, must be nice to be a male, but I was serious. Like, I can't do that. I can't. If it was a female, I don't know. I wouldn't do it. Okay. I wouldn't even trust that either. Black female in a pickup truck. She, she, she. Don't matter. She starts a conversation with me first. Don't matter. Just give me a quick drive. Okay. I, I, you know, I still have to be on, I'm always on high alert and I have to be that way, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm a female and only, and you know, so for some reasons we're targets, we're targets. I mean, not for some reasons, for a lot of obvious reasons, reasons we're targets. Right. Even when I'm going to work, like, you know, I get off the bus, even though my, my walk to, from the bus stay, um, from the bus stop to my job. It's a very short walk, mm-hmm. but I'm I pass this tiny wooded area, and I'm always like paranoid. Like I'm thinking the wildest shit. Right, right. <laughs> you know because so I'm on my more high alert. Like right. I gotta get past this wooded area, and once I get out past that loose tiny wooded wooded area, I feel like I'm safe because I work at night. You know, if it was daytime, I wouldn't be so concerned, but I still be on high alert. High alert. And so. Um, Anyway, I'm getting off topic of what we were talking about, but I'm just saying that that was going to be my, like, I, I wanted to talk about rape culture because I'm like, 
I feel like, yes, you say we're sensitive, but it's things that we should be. We should have been sensitive about years ago. Harassment in the workplace. Mm. You know, your boss want to take you out to dinner. You don't want to, oh, you want that raise? You're going to do what you got to do to get that raise, right? right. Why should we have to go through that? Right. You want Tom to suck your dick? Tell Tom to suck your dick. (laughs) Why I got to do it? He the one who's getting more than me anyway. Okay? (laughs) Why I got to do it? But I'm I'm just saying that it's situations like that where... Yeah, so now if it's smaller situations when you're talking about the Cuomo's and the Bill Cosby's and they, were, they were all in the R. Kelly's, they, all, they were all in position of power or mm-hmm. money and they felt like this is what I can do or say and, and nobody's going to touch me type of thing. And now look at them. Yeah. Which is, I think, a lot of this stuff, all these celebrities coming out, I feel like people been, like, they've been doing this. This has been person that this person been doing. It's just that they were covering it up well. Mm. And then I feel like when you stop doing what people want you to do, they expose you. They expose you. They expose you. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, that's my thing on being sensitive in cancel culture. But we got a little bit off topic, but it's no, all right. It's Back to it because it, it breaks into things. Yeah, I, I, I really do feel like they, suspend, they suspended her because they were trying to make a statement. Because they felt like if this was verse, if this to- topic was different, um, we would have just um, so let's say if Joy would have said something like that, she's white, yeah. The Joy is the one with the glasses, she would have said something like that about the back culture where she got suspended. I think, she, I think they would have pushed for her to get suspended, right? Mm-hmm. I just, I, I, but then again, even if she would have said the same thing, it wouldn't have made any sense because it was about race, right? It was about race, so you know, yeah, we would have been her, like, huh? What if, the hell if, you if sometimes people do say things out of context and mm-hmm. they don't because they don't know what they're talking about, or mm-hmm. That they feel like that's, you know, like the stupid shit people say, like, oh, slavery was 400 years ago. Why we still got to be held accountable? Because that was your ancestors. Because that was your ancestors. I'm not telling you that I'm going to be yelling and screaming at you like slave master. I'm not going to call you that. I know that you weren't part of that, but your ancestors was. So acknowledge it. I'm not telling you to be held. Mm-hmm. I'm, I want you to acknowledge mm-hmm. that you come from ancestors of people who raped and murdered and enslaved mm-hmm. a lot of people. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people. But that's here or there. We're not going to get too deep into it. I also want to bring up this. Every race, from African Americans to Jewish to Natives, everyone has their their own uh, set of brutal time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard the CNN anchorman say, well, it's like not the same thing with the Jews. No. Have... Well, Jew, Jew white, oh, because right. you, right. you got exterminated by another white. German white. Uh-huh. So um, that six million of the Holocaust for us African Americans, we got slavery. We also got it. We also got exterminated as well. Uh-huh. We also got we got we got it bad, and we got it for a long time. I just uh-huh. think between the Jews and and African Americans, uh, they got reparation. We did it. Uh, right now, California, which will be a trending topic, is setting up to give. Uh, African Americans in the state of California uh, reparation, which which will be a so tr- me and Tom's moving to Cali. I'm just well, I don't know where all that high gas I'm killing, and, I'm killing. And, and, okay. and 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 just everything that's going on yeah, over so there. I don't we know. We can live. Uh, you do such a lot of homelessness. We can just put a tent right oh, up boy. on Hollywood Boulevard oh, right and sleep there. I don't know about that. <laughs> but but yeah, I'm I'm making and I don't mean to make a joke about the homeless. I'm I'm just I'm sorry. Every race went through their share of yeah. struggle. And, mm. and, and, and no, no, even everyone got whether it was white or white, black, everyone went through the natives pretty much was wiped out of the whole America. They don't even have nothing. Right, all right, so let's say that, okay? Every you, you say every race went through their share of struggle, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But now, almost every race is doing quite well. Why is it still so hard for black people? For the African American race, let's just say that. I, I'm trying not to use black, but. Why is it so hard? Why do you think it's still... What we just said is 2022. You said what we were talking about the NFL. NFL. They don't have enough black coaches. And uh, Stephen A. Smith, mm-hmm. who I don't care for too much because he'd be talking wild shit, said it, said it right. I can't believe it's 2022. 2022 and we still are fighting for things. Mm-hmm. Yet you got the Jewish people got their reparations. You got the natives. They got... Uh, uh, you could go in a casino. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, you the got the... The Asian crime bill was passed Asian within crime two pills. months, you three months. You have the LGB community. They they just 
thriving. Everybody else is seemed to be thriving, and we still fighting. We're still fighting for just the bear. I'm not I mean not the bear, but we're still fighting for a lot of stuff. And it's like why do why are we still fighting for this? I'ma just say it like how Malcolm X said it. African Americans are in a land that we're still lost, and we're trying to find and connect ourselves back uh, mm-hmm. to. But we're not lost. We know where we at. No, 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 no. Okay. Some of us, a greatly of us, is lost. And I'm gonna say this: um, when I was in Egypt, my first time in Africa, Egypt, there I felt this connection, like I belong. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, a lot of African Americans here <laughs> it brings back the purpose. What is what is I'm here? Like, what, why am I? I should be in Africa. We should be in Africa. There's a um, uh, I forgot what they called. There's a bill or there's a law. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a bill or a law that we actually can get on a boat and go back to Africa if we want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark, Marvis Garvey talked about going back to Africa. So um, I, I just feel like a lot of African Americans are lost mm-hmm. and they're trying to find their way in America. I'd like to build a home in Africa. Yeah, I think it would be, you know, something, yeah, nice, you know. I mean, Ghana, the, the country Ghana has opened up for African Americans to come back, mm-hmm. you know. They have opened up the, their pyramids and stuff like that for us to come back. But I feel like we are lost, and we don't. Uh, some of us don't, and this goes back to purpose. We don't know what. But you can't say that. So you think that's the reason why everybody else is thriving and we're not? You can't say that. Why are we still fighting for things that we're supposed to get? Why are we fighting for something that we should get? Why are we fighting this hard? And why y'all making this so hard? Why are we making so reparations to, so hard? So, so it won't go to waste. And this is why I said oh, about reparations. Oh, my God. Sometimes. It's just, it's just the, let me say this. It's just like that candidate, Andrew Yang. He was proposing 2000 a month, right? It's a good idea. But if you give $2,000 to everybody like that. So, you think, so let me ask you a question. When Jewish people got their reparations, you think every single person did great, great things with their money? I think majority did, and you and you can see that. No, but you can see that. You can see that. I'm so not let me, let me just explain. I'm, let me just explain go ahead. Antoine's thing, right? He feel like we should not get reparations unless it's a, a. We should only get reparations with pretty much a thing. Like we're gonna give you this, but you have to spend it on that. I'm sorry, I don't mean to be. Not, not have to spend it on that. No, it's but just, this is what you're saying. I, like, you, I want. I you just, don't need to know where my money this goes. Is if it's my money, this is what I want. This is what I want. I don't want. I don't want. And Dave Chappelle made a joke about it. If we got reparations, the liquor line will be. Like okay, well then no. I'm in the liquor store. The, the, if I want to be in that, the liquor that store, is, that is what you call wasteful spending. We don't do that. Does, Antoine, no, the point Antoine, is, we have, well, if we're gonna get this money, we're gonna build ourselves. We're gonna build and a, the many people build will. a nation. And build. many people will. And many people will. But you can't sit and say because it's a a, a, a majority of because some people want to decide. I want to. I want to jet, and they live in the projects. That's their business. That's their business. Yes, it sucks. It's crazy. How many times have you seen people on the news and they be like, if you want a lottery, what you going to get? A house. Somebody going to stay a fur a coat. A house, a car, this and that. No, it's, I mean, a house is standard. Instead of or saying. A car is good because something you need, right? But my thing, how do you say I'll get a fur coat? I, instead of saying, uh, 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 you know, I want to take that money and make more money out of that money. That's what they should be saying. Right, all, but they, my all, thing is, it does not, but it does. it's their money. All I'm if saying this is money that is, I'm owed, if you should not tell me what we, I should do with it. If we it. get this reparation, whether it's California or whoever, Joe Biden or whoever, there has to be some type of, just some type of structure. You can get the money, but no. here's, here's a business sense so we can learn how to, okay. what to do. That's what you I'm saying. Tell me, that, you that's, tell me that's what you think what I'm I should do with it. I'm not saying, I'm tell you, you okay, can't, that sounds you, great. You can't I'm going to the liquor store. You, you can't, you can't, um, I can't tell you what to do with the money, but I would like some stuff but set that's up. What and that's saying. where, and that's where Andrew Yang actually had for his promises that he would set up certain things for business ideas because his, his idea was we need, it's a trickle up, not trickle down. So we, give you the money we set up places where you go learn how to do business or create a business you take this money now and you start a business right. that's all and that's what i want that's what i want yes, but to see me, but a long liquor line or to see one, people just, in target or buying gucci and iceberg and going to the club and acting like hey and then next thing you know you broke first of all what's you, the point but then that's their business and far as nothing you can do about that some people don't want that. They don't want that responsibility for running a business for building a community. Why? It's just like they, they don't want us, uh, what is it, stop buying from uh, Target and, and these places, right? They want us to, so why, it's like we will build, if they, the, the economy will triple so fast, it will be like, wow. And that's just us spending, us 
and I'll say recklessly spending because mm-hmm. it's going to be some some parts, some sections in America when we get that money. Like I heard in Katrina when uh, those uh, a lot of um, people from New Orleans when they got their money, they they some of them didn't even do the right thing. They spent it on the TV. They spent it, on, and that's fine. But instead of spending on trying to get a new house or spending that's more important, you get a five thousand dollars. What did you just say? What's the key word? Some people. You ain't gonna get. Everybody's not gonna be the same. That's what I'm just saying. You can't sit here and say every Jewish person, every West Indian person, every African person. Wow. And you can't say that every every person that came into a big thing of money just did the right thing. I see it with the Jews, and they're just across the street. They're building buildings. They're 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 building. They build their own. And they're, they're scamming. A lot of them be scamming yeah. too. No, no, I'm not saying there's no crookedness. Okay. Yeah, of course, of course. Well, my thing is, yeah, they do. They have buildings again. It, it is a thing. But my thing is, you again, it's one of those things where you can't tell pers- people that I don't think that we should get it. So I think we were talking about the when uh, Erica was on the show mm-hmm. and we talking about it, and y'all was saying that oh, I don't think people should get reparations because we're not gonna know what to do with the money. I think that's very unfair. No. I think that's a very unfair a thing to say that people don't deserve it because oh y'all just gonna go spend it on jewelry. I just gonna go spend it on liquor. By the way, it's why I have a whole liquor thing here. <laughs> Because Just so you know, the, the, the wait, wait, you hear the clink, you hear the clink, clink. Because we, what is it called? Let's sip and chat. So I gotta be prepared, right? <laughs> but you know, I say all that to say. At the end of the day, you can't tell people that they don't deserve if. I come into some money and I decide I was gonna go blow it in Vegas. We, that's just—it's unfortunate. We, yeah, I would. People would say, "Damn, you should do something good with the money," but not everybody's gonna think the same. The, but you do gonna have people that are. It's 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 people out there. I know this of black communities. I've heard of. I, I mean, I've, I've you know, it's black communities. Or it used to be many black communities. Mm-hmm. And of course, that's another conversation. But my thing is, it's still unfair to say, "Yeah, create these programs." It don't mean that I'm gonna go to them, and I'm not talking about me per se. I'm just saying the person that gets this money, they probably just gonna get it and spend it. When they got all that money, uh, the stimulus, all that extra unemployment money, people getting people, people, what they were doing, they were blowing through that money. Right. Not everybody. Not everyone. People were very smart with some was investing, some was saving. I know, I know. Yeah, but that's just every race. Why? Why do it I, should it be? Why should it be different from black race than it is from? All I'm saying is, if we get reparation, like Langston Hughes, we should have another Harlem Renaissance. How about that? Mm. Ooh. Keep on dreaming. They're not gonna make it that easy. Keep on and maybe dreaming. That's what they fear, and that's probably why. <laughs> why? That's probably why they're making it so hard for us to get it. Mm. But anyway, you see. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's you're not gonna tell me why I don't deserve. No, no, okay, because I'm gonna go to Target and then I'm gonna go to the liquor store after that. Okay, and my, I'm, I'm kidding. Of course, I I I know personally I would love to do it because I would definitely invest into something that I can I can and then my family can eat off for the rest of our lives. But my thing is. You know, if you want to just go spend it on crab legs and liquor and, you know, it's your business. It's money that's due for us. It's money that's owed to us. So it shouldn't be a thing where you get, you're going to, we're going to give you this, but you got to do this. No, I'm, give me my money. Give me the money that I'm owed. Give me my money. Give me the land. Give me everything that y'all supposed to give me. The, the money. Give me por- my four acres in the meal. The money portion of it. Yes, you and deserve it. But yeah. I definitely, I'm for that because it was old from since the time they took Africans from Africa and said, we're going to give you this, this, this. That's it. Um, we got a, a couple of minutes, a minute left. Uh, we're going to move on to another trending topic quick. We might have to do a part two. Quick part two. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fights in Golden Corral. And we want to talk about people spiking on the stake. So, if you haven't seen the video, <laughs> it's actually going viral. Uh, a group of people in a restaurant of Golden Corral <laughs> in Pennsylvania had a big fight off over some steak. It was a shortage of steak in Golden Corral. And if you watch the video, they went off. They mm. went off. And it was just watching, I, it was like watching children fighting. Yeah. They picked up the baby seats and they picked up the chairs and the tables and was just launching it over steak. Mm-hmm. I just want to say it was a mixture of people. It wasn't just black people, if you are wondering. Yeah, it was a mixture of people. Mm-hmm. It was a mixture. It's in Pennsylvania. So I don't, eat, I don't eat Golden Corral. So. Oh, I, I've eaten it. I've enjoyed this steak. And, um, you know, when you're paying a price of 22 23 I should be getting I've a piece. I should be. I have. I can go to better steak places. I, I, I should be getting my piece of steak. Because okay. if there's no steak, what the hell am I paying $22 for? Chicken. 
<laughs> Look, it's about to go. Do you want to? We're gonna we're gonna do another. We're gonna do yeah. We're gonna do one more trending topic, so we'll be right back. And let's sip and chat. And we are back. Part two to let's sip and chat episode. We're gonna continue on with these trending topics, of course. It's not really a part two. We just kind of ended off. We're finishing off. So it's just a couple of seconds, you guys, so you guys can just finish off. Uh, President Joe Biden was in New York City today. His purpose of being here was to help out with the high crime with Mayor Eric Adams. I'm going to catch you off. I wonder if you be scaring people. Will you be like, and we are back no, it's called, it's, it's, like, it's called radio you? radio personality. Or, I wonder, or, like, somebody or, listening to or, me. Or, sorry, like, not radio, sorry. And then you just come back this this is not radio. This is podcast personality. That's what okay, it is. Okay, podcast I'm personality. Sorry, I, it, I thought it was funny, but go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, so uh, President Biden was here in New York City with Eric Adams. Sorry, Mayor Eric Adams. And the governor, Kathy, who were discussing about the crime here and what could they do and how could the federal government help out with helping with the crimes and funding the police and et cetera. So um, in his speech, he did say he put in how much billions to help cut the loans, which a lot of y'all have not still felt that or you guys haven't gotten anything. Which a promise go down. was a promise from Joe Biden, who was not well when he was not president, was a candidate. It was a promise that he said he would do, and a lot of us, not me, and that, and and other people who have school loans are still waiting for that promise to be answered. Still waiting. At this point, I'm not even. I'm just. If it happened, it happened. If it don't, it don't. Because wow, we've known that. Biden? Politicians lie, and yeah. Biden is one of them. Yeah, yeah, straight up. Biden, you have, I think, two years left to do it, because if not, at least you're leaving it for the last year so that you can get those votes. Maybe what that's he, what you're doing. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. He's going to bring it all. But but then why wait? Why wait? And then let's say the, the Democrats lose the House. Because we, we got to fight for everything. But hold up. If the Democrats lose the House and they lose uh, the, the Cong- Senate, Senate, then that, there's no chance for that to pass. So why you should do everything you can now that you have control of both houses and you're in power. It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's just another topic. And uh, I'm sure, I hope we can get to that. Other than that, other trending news? Anything else that I ain't anything worth talking about? Well, I was gonna, um, should I bring it up or no? What? President Trump, what he said. Go ahead. Okay. Excuse me, he ain't president anymore. Okay. Well, in, yeah, but I mean, former call, former president. I mean, if you want to call him former president, president Trump, because I, I, I would call president any anyone that's out of power still calling him president. Yeah. Former President Trump um, was having an interview, and he said, "If actually no, he was giving a speech down in Texas, and he said if he was in power, he would pardon some of the people that were part of the January 6th erection erection." Day. So, um, what do you have to say about that? You said Insur- insurrection day. Oh, sorry, like, I said. You know, well, you sound like you said erection. Erection. Did, Ooh, like I, I, I'm sorry, you guys. There is no erection. Let me see my face. I see when I look at you. I'm like, wait, what? Erection. <laughs> the Jerry Six erection. I <laughs> know. Insurrection day. Sorry. Jesus. Um, what do you got to say about that? Throw them all in jail. I mean, um, now listen. Let me tell you something. Um, like you, you saying that some people were just on the sidelines and they got arrested. You know, if you didn't do anything, you don't have nothing to be worried about. Right. You know, but, go to court and you just fight it like everybody else. But if you if, were one of them silly ass people that was climbing, climbing the walls, yes. breaking into the Capitol, yes, yes. you get what you deserve. Yes. At the end of the day. Yes. And you, because guess what? If it was black people, y'all be ready to throw us under, throw them under the jail. Yeah. The book. I knew is, them niggas were crazy. I, I just think the book has to be thrown. It was a, it. It's federal property, a federal You're crime. You're not supposed to do it. Yeah, you you know, sorry, I'm sorry. Um, hey, you can you can you can go out and protest, fine, peacefully protest. Peaceful protest, you know. And when That's they right. say you know, a Black Lives Matter, I know people are burning shit down and stealing this shit, mm-hmm. but you always got a bad bunch of people. That's right. But when you clear, when they see as clear as day that your stupid ass was climbing up that wall. Oh, your stupid ass was breaking the glass to get inside that building. You gotta go to you going to jail. You're going to jail. That's it. Yeah. 
Don't cry now. Whether it's 25 years, 30 years, 40 years. That's a federal years. crime. It's it's a federal federal crime. Record. Yeah. I think a lot of them was in a no-fly. Like, they can't they fly. They can't fly out. Mm-hmm. Um, how's that Janet Jackson series going on? I haven't watched it. I, I heard it's good. very good. I'm hearing some good things. I'm going to have to get my chance I'm gonna, to I'll watch it. I'm watching it on my break. Yeah. Is it on Hulu? Yeah. Okay. I didn't even know. they. Uh, one one thing I was hearing because my mom was you, she got pregnant at 50. I didn't know that. Yeah, she got pregnant very late. Wow. Uh-huh. Very, very, very. And then, then divorced her husband, I think. Yes. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like Jackie Jackson, the mm-hmm. one Rhythm Nation. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, maybe I'll watch it on my lunch break today. So yeah. I'll start watching it. I'm going to watch the episode. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's it for Trending Topics. Yeah, I think we're going to wrap this up. Wrap um, it up. Wrap it up. We're going to give you this. You want to give them this hotline? Suicide hotline number again, yes, once we'll again? Yes, give you this. Well, I had it. Oh, oh wait, wait, real quick before we do that, right? Oh, you know the CNN uh, president, CEO, stepped down over some controversy. Uh, he was having a relationship with one of the workers. Okay. <laughs> I don't watch CNN. <laughs> Something that happened all the time. What he did, he forced her? Well, they said it was... Consensual? Like, yeah, it, but, but for some reason, it got out of hand. So because of this... He had to step down. Now they're saying because CNN ratings has been going lower and lower and lower because they kind of messed themselves up with uh-huh. the whole getting at Trump for high ratings. Now he's not in office, so now you have nothing to talk about. So your ratings. And then just, they lost. What's his name? Yeah, and then you know, and it's, it's just yeah, Chris Cuomo. Chris Cuomo. So it's like it's just like CNN is just crumbling to a mm-hmm. no network soon. So we get some more black. Maybe, black maybe you can hire me. Yeah, I would like to. Maybe you give me an hour episode. Oh, that'd a be slot. Nice. That'd be nice, yeah. I would love that. Um, yeah, so uh, happy Black History Month. Yes. Before why Antoine's look, um, looking up the number again. Um, make sure you guys go and research uh, Carter G. Woods, Woodson. And Langston Hughes. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely look, go into some poetry. Good poems. He has mm-hmm. some great poems. Read up on him. And um, we will be giving more Black national heroes for the whole entire month. So yes. be on the lookout. Uh-huh. Something different. I'm sorry. Something oh, different. so sorry. <laughs> so once again, the number for suicide hotline, 1-800-273-8255. And that's in English and Spanish. If you're feeling suicidal, depressed, just give them a call. Mm-hmm. Or like I said, we are open if you have reach out to us you reach out hit us up hey um i heard i listened to y'all uh episode Mm -hmm. and i was touched and i'm going through something can i talk to one of y'all and uh antoine probably you know so you say you have a spiritual counselor yeah so Mm -hmm. just reach out and definitely i will try my best because i don't want you to feel what you're feeling Mm -hmm. Uh, there's we all have a purpose in this life Mm -hmm. and we have to keep dreaming we have to fight for our dreams and keep pushing for our dreams so Mm -hmm. that's it Alright, thank you for listening to another thank episode you. of Let's Sip and Chat. This is Antoinette. This is DJ Soup, the Americano. And we're out. See you next time. Peace out. Oh, wait, wait. Real quick before we go, we just need to announce that we are going to be... Oh, yes. Um, changing the days that we post. Yes, so we'll be start posting on the beginning of the, the week. week, which so, will be Monday. Yes. So we're gonna instead just of have Friday, so we're gonna start posting on Monday. So we can get all this, every pretty much all the news coming into the end of the week to talk about for the following week. Yes, and that's what we're gonna be doing. Okay, so um, this week, of course, listen to uh, uh, when you're listening, the episode will be out on Friday, and then it'll start posting in the beginning of the week. But of course, we'll update you on social media. But again, thank you for listening, and yes. we're out. Shouts. Bye. Bye.